Hi, uh, it's uh, Bookish Talk, and uh, today we have uh, uh, another guest with us. Uh, it's uh, Armina Gazarian, uh, a graphic designer and uh, a letterpress practitioner, as, as she, she, she names herself, I guess, uh, from Ghent, uh, Belgium, and uh, uh, originally from Armenia. So it's, it's a pretty multi and intercultural guest and uh, today we are going to talk about uh, uh, typography of street or street topography or and all that stuff uh, Armina hi hello hello good morning and uh, my co-host is Pavel he joins us from Moscow as usual hi everyone hi Pavel so um, I, I wanted to invite you for quite some time uh, because of your uh, series uh, dedicated to uh, street typography and different uh, uh, styles of writing, typefaces, and all that stuff. I, I'm, I'm sure I will mix up the uh, the uh, names of the of the objects or of the I don't know typefaces and fonts, and uh, that's something uh, lay people often uh, mix up. But I, I hope you will correct us and help us to you know to navigate. Okay. <laughs> so uh, you have this series on Facebook and uh, a series of photo you, you publish on Facebook. And uh, I uh, invite all our viewers to uh, find you on, on Facebook uh, uh, and we will post, post, post a link below uh, so that can see uh, this, this series as well. Uh, how did it start and uh, <laughs> what is it? It actually started by absolutely accident because every Sunday I'm kind of taking uh, just a kind of slightly walk uh, through actually my city of Ghent and I start to notice that we have a lot of uh, beautiful lettering in a city as uh, I don't know if you know the city of Ghent has like very, uh, very large industrial heritage uh, uh, about industry and how the textile and you still can see uh, beautiful lettering, beautiful public lettering. Uh, so, sometimes in the both languages, Dutch and French, spread through actually the city. So I thought, you know, I'm going to just uh, take a picture of it just to kind of document because some of the signs, unfortunately, they are vanished or they uh, the building has been rebuilt. So for, so for me, it's kind of um, documenting the heritage of the city. And uh, and also it's a beautiful, uh, this beautiful type and I have a soft spot for, 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 for typography. So I thought, so, so I'm going to combine uh, combine both it's a kind of little little a short uh, sunday stroll through the city i love and actually documenting whatever we have in store uh, and also the neighborhood where i live in is very beautiful it has been built by a very famous um Belgium architect uh, Gustave Semey and on each building he built he actually put uh, little sayings little quotes in a certain style of typography it's quite actually decorative but Holish neighborhood is uh, is decorated with a typography uh, out of his hand and I'm kind of lucky enough to live in in one of his buildings which is kind of industrial building as well it has been metal workshop so this is where I live at the moment so it's kind of pretty much bad accident when I'm doing that whole I think a whole year just try to document beautiful lettering um, I'm sure a lot of designers are doing the same in kind of in other uh, in other cities yeah and uh, that's that's something I noticed uh, for example while we lived in Leiden in the, in the Netherlands uh, I, I also noticed lots of uh, old uh, uh, advertisements and uh, uh, I don't know uh, titles of businesses uh, uh, long gone and all that stuff and I uh, 
I, I'm happy to see at least some of them preserved because uh, they are often beautiful <laughs> on their own. Uh, and there is also a reaction from uh, people who live in cities where this uh, uh, kind of heritage is pre uh, preserved. For example, in Leiden itself, I think it's reaction to that heritage uh, that we see in those poems written all over uh, buildings in the center of Leiden. Uh, I remember seeing one by a Russian poet yeah. and then in Russian. And then there were, was a poem by an Aboriginal poet uh, uh, shaped like a tornado and, uh, and all of that. And it's, it, uh, I have re uh, really warm memories about those places because you could see Russian tourists standing at night in front of a poem by Tsitaeva and shouting it <laughs> at the top of their lungs. That, that was really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting heritage that, that was created due to these old uh, uh, signs and, uh, and advertisements. So yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about it. And uh, should, I, should I switch on the uh, photos right away? Right, yeah, let's try. This is a beautiful lettering of a very small, very small pub. Uh, I'm not sure that, that this kind of lettering is uh, still there or not, but I thought it's kind of beautiful to um, to actually document the hand actually painted signs because it's also it's a skill which is uh, almost gone. So mm -hmm. we have bars and cafes, and of course beer, uh, beer bars because Belgium is really uh, really famous for its beer. So. We can go to actually next slide. Okay. Yeah, is it? Of course, you see it's also Bireshi House, which is also fully uh, fully painted by hand, and it's still there. It's after so many years, it's still there, and it's a very beautiful lettering. And this is yeah, this is kind of the interface of our city, I would say. And how old is it? What kind of age are we talking about? From actually fifties, actually sixties. This is also uh, this is also sign uh, one of the one of the few actually signs which is still uh, in French because ma the majority of the signs that we have here uh, here in Flanders are in Dutch and here we have uh, still um, still actually um, still actually signs on the both actually languages and this is actually heritage uh, this is kind of industrial heritage that we have here and here is a former former uh, former building uh, of. Um, Textile where the textile has been painted, has been dyed, and the the, the, the sign is still there. So it's one of the few French-speaking signs uh, in our city. Wow! Yeah, this is very beautiful. Uh, kind of Art Deco. Um, Art Deco lettering is from kind of twenty thirties. It's not in the middle of the city, and I found it absolutely by accident because uh, I took a Sunday stroll uh, through, through through one of the neighborhood, and I got lost. And when I got lost, I kind of discovered this uh, this sign by accident, and I was uh, quite actually uh, amazed by the kind of letter shapes. Uh, they're quite pretty. This this reminds me of uh, of a police station in in Leiden. Uh, there is uh, this. Uh... Art Deco police station in, in the very certain center of Leiden near uh, near Peterskerk, uh, which is uh, absolutely beautiful. And uh, well, there are some I guess, similarities with this view as well. Uh, could be from the uh, from the same period of time, but it's beautiful and it's still uh, it still looks quite actually modern to me. I would say. 
This is a beautiful city. Uh, this is a beautiful lettering in a school where I've been to. It's a uh, it's a Luca uh, Luca school. It's a kind of art school, and they have beautiful lettering on the floor, which they, uh, to my uh, to my amazement, still actually preserved. So this is also quite actually beautiful. This is probably like arts and crafts, so late nineteenth century. Yeah, it's kind of decorative. It's a it's kind of art and crafts actually movement. So this is also kind of very old school. So uh, so. So I'm sure it has been preserved over the ages. More French. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this okay. There's one more French. That, that, uh, this sign is no uh, no longer there, but I thought, uh, but fortunately I have a picture of it. So this is also why uh, why I'm doing that. It's kind of pretty pre pretty much documenting the signs of our city again. So now this kind of sign is it's no longer there. Did did the venue move or do you know why why they uh, uh, removed the sign? There have been shop and now the shop has like another name. So they clean out the boards and there is like another name uh, name on it. So, but, uh, but we still have a picture of it. And I think it's also, it's kind of gimmick to um, surrealism to actually Paul Magritte. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it has something to, to do with it. Well, it, uh, this is not a, a, a pizza parlor. Uh, this is a sign of a pizza parlor. I mean, that's how it works, right? <laughs> So yeah, we can move on. This is uh, this is also a building I was speaking about. This is uh, this is building of architect uh, building uh, I'm I'm living in, and all of his buildings are actually decorated by uh, with um, different sayings, which uh, yeah, which kind of in Dutch is kind of difficult to translate. But it's like a lot of uh, sayings from the, from people and so on. So so all, all these buildings are uh, decorated with uh, with, with typography. And topography of the same style, the same kind of letters uh, are on a building, and it's like around there's around a few hundred buildings in the city of Kent, which is which are decorated uh, by different sayings by the same architect. He just wanted to put uh, art on his building. That was the idea. Yeah, I, I wanted to I wanted to say something about it uh, uh, while we were discussing the first photo, but uh, here is a good uh, opportunity as well. I was always amazed uh, with uh, Dutch and I guess Flemish language as well, uh, uh, with how they often play with this uh, uh, diphthong, I don't know, diphthong or not, with I, whereas the, there is uh, two letters I and, and, uh, and J, uh, in, I, I, I name it, I name them in, in English, obviously, but uh, uh, this is uh, pronounced I in, 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 in Dutch and uh, uh, they often play with how they are depicted. They are sometimes like uh, uh, like English letter Y with, uh, with dots above it. Uh, sometimes they are separated, sometimes they are uh, together and uh, uh, in, in some cases they're, they're drawn very beautifully. So. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful part of typography. It's actually ligatures where you have uh, different, different kind of, uh, different kind of types and kind of drawing of the same as letters. Sometimes it's really pretty much uh, because of uh, need of saving space. Yeah, yeah, and I, I have I have a funny object in my uh, book collection. Uh, in some uh, book uh, uh, that was sold to somebody to in in United Kingdom, the seller uh, who was also a letterpress, uh, how do I say, letterpress person, <laughs> printer, <laughs> printer, and uh, uh, and he he attached uh, these notes uh, 
describing something about the book and and then closer to to the end uh, he writes that sorry that i'm using i and uh, j to to uh, uh in, instead of letters y because i'm uh, uh i don't have uh, enough uh, letters y to 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 you know to make this letter the common problem that i'm facing with it a lot that you don't you don't have enough a's and b's and you have to uh like print your work in a kind of several print runs because you just don't have enough uh enough actually characters in your in your type case this is really this, this really common problem but this is also what um, makes you i think more how say creative because when you have to work with a with the less actually material, you become uh, more uh, you you become more how creative because you you just uh, you just don't have enough actually materials and you just have to make actually something with it. You have to find kind of solution. Uh, and as we know, like like for example, Nicholas Werkman, uh, the work that he has been producing with so so limited so much limited materials but uh, the work we produced was uh, quite actually beautiful. So I think kind of letterpress printing is. Uh, quite um good way to kind of stay creative and, and kind of stay in shape because you constantly have to have to have to find a way uh of expressing yourself with with a few just a few letters of uh very kind of limited materials so that's why we love it um, i think there is also another uh, a parallel between letter printing and designing uh, this uh, uh, this kind of writing on the wall you're often limited by the format you have to say uh, a lot in a very limited space Indeed. so uh, and this is why it's so it's so often fascinating to look for for details how they how they and you solve those kind of problems yeah, it's actually, uh, it's actually, uh, how was looking for a solution. Yeah, this is also from the same actually, architect as you see is the same as letter shapes, and this is again actually sayings. Uh, it actually says, uh, "Show me what you can do, and I'm gonna tell you who you are." This is what's what's actually written on this building. So this is uh, this uh, these types of building are kind of spread through the whole actually city. So you can take uh, uh, you can take a journey to kind of improve improve your language skills and maybe learn actually something about Dutch language. And this is a flex of sorts because uh, uh, architects uh, putting uh, uh, these words on his own building, building, showing what he can do and inviting other people to <laughs> join, join him. There is a behind it. Yeah. But it's actually beautiful and it's uh, quite actually decorative and it has the same style. That, this is also the work of one of my favorite ones because it's uh, it's actually letters from actually Amsterdam, as you know, uh, actually letter, Amsterdam's actually letter. It's a curly letter of Amsterdam. It's uh, it's actually uh, it's actually famous because it's um, uh, you have different cafes in, in kind of city of Amsterdam which uh, which are decorated uh, with this letter. But here in Ghent, we have only one only one cafe which still has the same actually type of lettering and i took a picture of it before it's before it will be gone one day but it's still there actually locally they have two actually windows are painted with a curly uh, curly letter of amsterdam and this is my favorite uh, these ones are my favorite pictures and i think in in uh, i i'm not sure of, I, I think in, in holland uh, uh, not only in amsterdam they still used to 
uh, write in this style with, with chalk or something like that on, on blackboards of cafes or something like that, and uh, at least try to, you know, to follow this tradition. So that's really certain style. And, I'm, uh, and I know that uh, I think a couple of years ago, uh, Ramiro Espinosa wrote a book about um, uh, her curly letter of Amsterdam. They, uh, they, would, they went to archive, they kind of uh, did a kind of research and they took a pictures of all remaining uh, window, window lettering in the city of Amsterdam. It's a beautiful book and if you have kind of interest in that, so it's, uh, I would strongly advise to, to, uh, to, to kind of have that book in your library. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's the second one, I think, yes. so. Same cafe. Yeah, there's also kind of uh, kind of lettering which is no longer there. It's kind of shops that has been disappeared, but I'm still having uh, a picture of it, and it's all about hand actually lettering. This is also a site that I love to take a picture of because uh, they uh, they are just kind of vanishing. It's a very old uh, old kind of. Uh, uh, advertisement painting and I'm sure you have seen it in Hokusai Holland when you're when you're believing here and unfortunately they're not be they're, they're not well kept uh, they're kind of vanishing sometimes difficult to read but I try to, to photograph to document them uh, because it's a beautiful source of uh, of, of typography shapes and lettering so and we still have a few actually remaining signs like this in actually Ghent. Uh, and it looks pretty symbolic uh, in, in, in both because, because of these layers of, uh, of uh, text uh, on this wall and uh, because of, of vanishing, uh, uh, vanishing of this, uh, of this, this text. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, this is probably a good time to, uh, to mention uh, a Moscow-based project, which is uh, called in Russian Spomnipsyo, which is a Russian translation of the famous film Total Recall. <laughs> which you may recall well. Uh, so uh, uh, their, their mission, uh, mission is to save um, uh, Moscow's old signage and all uh, urban uh, details. They uh, mostly work on early 20th century signs, but they also save uh, small architectural details that don't tend to survive, like a, a telephone booth or something. Uh, uh, I recommend uh, their website, remember.moscow. Uh, there are uh, many, many examples of things they saved. They often work with 1920s signage, and there is like two restorers in all of Russia uh, who can do that. And it's always a crowdfunded project, and they saved some amazing things. Things I thought I'd only see uh, in photographs because museums don't uh, don't save that uh, that stuff, and it only comes up during uh, re uh, uh, repairing works on buildings. Uh, if uh, if you've uh, visited Moscow in the last ten years, you might have seen a few of those. There's now uh, something like two dozen uh, of 1920s uh, signage preserved for posterity on. Uh, on uh, the facades of, uh, in the center of Moscow. Oh. Perhaps we could talk to, uh, to those people too. I highly recommend you uh, this project. It, it uh, filled me with optimism. If uh, people in Moscow could get uh, their things together and start saving this kind of heritage, mm -hmm. I, uh, there's, ho uh, there's hope for the whole world too, because in New York, in London, in Ghent, in Paris, Virtually no work like that is being done at the moment. Uh, 
for the most part, it looks like this. Mm -hmm. and, it is, uh, and it is our heritage and it adds uh, to the texture of the city. You feel uh, uh, the people who live there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think uh, things like that should be safe. Indeed, it, it's actually part of our culture. It's a kind of visual culture, but it also has to be safe. And I have uh, heard in, in Hokusai Holland has been taking such kind of project about the saving of this uh, sign, actually paintings and uh, public lettering. I don't know how, how, how far they got, but actually people are, are trying to do the same as you told, uh, as they are doing in Moscow. And it's kind of beautiful uh, to, um, to kind of keep this sign. Well, I definitely saw so, so many examples of that in, in Leiden and uh, in some other cities, more in Leiden, of course, because I lived there and uh, I, I spent much more time uh, walking around the, the city. But uh, yeah, it's, it's always a pleasure to see uh, something like that. Mm -hmm. This is also a very, very old site. I just love the shapes of these bold actually letters. And uh, yeah, it's a sport. It's a it's a store that kind of no longer exists, but they still uh, they still have the sign there. So it's really probably 80s or something. But I love the bold shapes of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is yeah, this is kind of more actually recent stuff. But uh, yeah, it, it's with kind of humor thing. And I thought, you know, this is why not also can be can be kept the photograph because they they just paint it over and they put like in other messages on it. So I tried to photograph them. Yeah, this is actually a very iconic uh, cafe bar, actually pub, which is which is no uh, which is no longer exists. It's called actually Pink Pink Flamingo because inside it was kind of interior of the 60s, 70s, very, very kitsch, very weird, but you just you just came in and you just kind of felt at home and everybody went there and uh, it was kind of lovely atmosphere and music and you could play play chess with uh, with the bartender while drinking a beer. It was like very light back, but unfortunately it doesn't exist anymore, but I still have the picture of it. This is also, uh, yeah, the, the city of, uh, this is kind of part of the city which actually has been rebuilt now. They are putting a big, uh, big Hokusai buildings, kind of apartment building, uh, building blocks there. So it's one of the one of the places that will be gone, uh, I think, anytime soon. But we still can see beautiful lettering on it. Yeah, this is also like uh, through the city of Ghent, we have a lot of um, signs like this. Um, I'm not sure what this actually says, but if you would go, I think, to the kind of following one, actually next one, on uh, many buildings of of Ghent, we have a lettering of uh, the master builder. They always put actually their name on the building they built and it has uh, different styles. This is actually one of the few uh, wallpaper store, which is still actually survived all this uh, crisis actually conditions and it has beautiful lettering on it. Mm -hmm. Another old sign. Yeah, it's, an, it's kind of another sign. It's just, uh, it's just around my school and my art school and it's, Still there, and I find it beautiful. I'm quite actually happy that it has been uh, it, it hasn't been actually painted over and uh, modernized. Interestingly, they decided to use some thrown away banner to cover up the name of the uh, the uh, this cafe or something. And uh... I didn't really understand why because I have a picture of it a couple of years before the banner wasn't there, and I passed there last week. The banner was there, so I have no idea about the idea behind it. Yeah, this looks strange. Is <laughs> <laughs> it kind of patchworky? Yeah. This is also we have um, 
sign. Actually, painter here in Ghent, and he has a beautiful style. I think he's one of the few, uh, few, uh, few actual persons uh, who's still um, who's still able uh, to kind of sign paint. Uh, he has the craft of it, and uh, he usually put like a lot of uh, beautiful sign painting pieces uh, in to Ghent. And this is actually a gimmick to to one of the famous actually so Belgium songs. But it's just uh, yeah, it's um, it's a word play. <laughs> You could see them at work sometimes in a city. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Mm -hmm. I also love to take uh, such kind of uh, pictures like that, where you have, uh, yeah, uh, typography like that, because uh, the material you use actually um, dictate you how to build your letter shapes, and they're like always different. And it's kind of nice to see how they build the S, the N, and and so on. Yeah, it has been recent that she projects uh, in uh, in the COVID actually period. It was broken heart actually hotel near near my house because so many people just felt bad, and this broken hotel um, they could uh, they could book a room uh, to just kind of <laughs> to kind of stay there for a white night and just chill. That's 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 good. Uh... Yeah, this is actually because. Sign painting on the Hogs of Washing Saloon. So we have uh, yeah, beautiful, beautiful signs like that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of spotting typography kind of on a street. <laughs> 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 throw away, throw away letters. Yeah. I'm gaming then. Yeah, this is uh, what I was speaking about. That actually many, uh, many people who uh, who build actually houses here, they kind of usually put also the um, the name uh, of the company, their name, and so on on how the building they how, how, how they have built it, and it's beautiful to see. You can see how old it is by the length of the phone number. Yeah, indeed, it's <laughs> only five digits. <laughs> you have to notice it very well. It's very old. I think it's from thirties. And he, he he still have uh, some uh, sign actually paintings of uh, of cafe. It's still there actually, fortunately. What is what is slechts? Uh, only only two euro. Uh, the tea have coffee and tea is is like only two euro. Slecht is like only so it's like very expensive. Yeah, because yeah, it, it reminded me of of uh, I don't know slecht because it's I I think. It's... Oh no, this is not bad. Yeah, and I was like, bad tea for two euro. <laughs> okay. Quite actually drinkable, so you don't worry about that. This is also the size of the buildings uh, that I was speaking about that early on. So this is really spread uh, like all over the city, and you can, uh, and it's usually below, It's you don't really see it, but. It, if you know where it is, you can go through a city and have a kind of collection of all these things. And as you see here, it's also uh, yeah, beautiful letter shapes, and uh, they seem quite actually modern to me, even though they have been made uh, many years ago. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is DIY. So, but actually, why not? Because they created beautiful letter shapes. Yeah. That does remind me of our logo. Uh, the one that is on your uh, T-shirt, the previous one. Yeah. There are there are some similarities there. Yeah. But handmade with love. This is also a very old sign of the um, 
at the train exchange stations uh, and I like the pattern of it and the letters of it. I think it's from kind of uh, 70s, uh, 70s typography. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, something we discussed uh, with my uh, French language teacher that uh, in, in Russian language there are lots and lots of uh, uh, French words and uh, sometimes we don't even uh, realize it and uh, well I, I, I knew about no I, I didn't really think about trottoir as being a French word and uh, it is used in, in, in Russian language as well and it's a sidewalk in, in English uh, but uh, even while I, I knew, for example, that there is this uh, tool book binders used, which is called Frottoir, and uh, well, it sounds really similar, and I knew that it's a French word. <laughs> it doesn't didn't make me to you know to make the parallel and uh, to make the connection uh, that Frottoir is also <laughs> maybe at least a French word, and uh, there are many other uh, words. Uh, uh, that I fi find uh, these days that uh, uh, came to Russian uh, language from from French, and it's uh, it's an interesting process. There are many Dutch words in Russian language as well, and uh, not many people know about it. Uh, Indeed, I was about that because it came from uh, from a time from uh, from uh, from, uh, from Peter the Great, and uh, yeah, it can be so like uh, yeah, of course, like stool. And so on and so on. We all actually know that, but we don't really. I didn't even think about it before. Uh, before actually coming here, and here I start to kind of realize when I was uh, when I was busy learning actually Dutch language, I start to realize, ah, oh, this is actually a familiar word. So where they came from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. My 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 favorite is is uh, Brücke. Uh, yeah, because uh, Brücken, Brücken, uh, I think Brücken in, in Dutch and uh, in Russian it's Brücke and uh, it's pants in English. So. <laughs> I, I, I have another grand, uh, great example, which is also interesting in, in grammatical ways. Uh, the word for umbrella, Russian word zont, comes from Russian word zontik, which is a small umbrella, which in turn comes from the Dutch zontag. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, this is a strange bit where they reinterpreted a part of the word as a Russian suffix and discarded it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's the same with flashka and flaga, which is flask. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This was a lettering from <clears throat> from um, from a bar, from kind of kombucha bar, and just I just love the shape of it. Of course, it's a more of the modern lettering, but uh, yeah, I just uh, I just follow the letter forms. This needs some time to read it. <laughs> this is very creepy because it really kind of depends on where you. <laughs> Where you stand, uh, where, you, where you stand, and it's actually, uh, it's actually, it's actually wall uh, at one of the art schools of Ghent. So, but it's very nicely done. This is very old actually signage, which is kind of disappeared. It has been paper shop, which is now has been rebuilt it into something else. But uh, I still have the picture of the sign. So many paper shops. It's not the first one we see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is actually Vareux. This is also quite a famous building. Um, and they kind of preserve uh, all the lettering on it because they kind of constantly keep actually rebuilding that. But it's a kind of building from the from the 20s, actually 30s. And you see actually letter forms are still there. And yeah, it's a really kind of iconic building of Ghent. 
This is also the same actually story about the architect that kind of put uh, put, actually, uh, put their name on the building they've done. So mm -hmm. another one as well. Mm -hmm. Well, we see another French word here. Yes, it's actually a shop that doesn't exist anymore, but I find it actually funny because it says uh, it's actually in French and it has a uh, kind of saying it's actually Paris look, but it is, it, but it's a Belgian flag uh, is actually hanging there. So it's a quite, so it's a quite actually funny one, but I just love the look of it. Yeah. It, uh, it looks like vintage, it kind of, it's not there anymore, but we still have it though there. The Paris look with a Belgian flag. Yeah, another architect's mark. Uh, it's a beautiful N actually letters are there and beautiful S, uh, S and N actually letters are there because they're quite geometric. It's also like from uh, from 30s and it's beautiful letter shapes. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a shame they uh, cut away, uh, covered part of the uh, part of the uh, text with some something. <laughs> yeah. This is actually hand actually lettering that you can spot uh, around the city. is a uh, is okay. It's also done by the same uh, by the same person. Uh, it's kind of something that um, I admire this kind of hand actually painting skills because I don't have one, but I love spotting them in a in a city. We have also something in Danish because we have here a very small port and it has been um, some kind of. Uh, Dax building or something like that, and they still and they still kept the kind of Danish uh, Danish saying that this one also I I kind of discovered absolutely by accident because I want uh, I went for actually Sunday uh, Sunday stroll and I got lost so this is kind of the result of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, salve. Yeah, it's kind of I think Italian or something like that. It's uh, it's kind of entrance in um, in the restaurant. And I still kept it. Uh, the restaurant has been changing, but uh, they luckily kept um, uh, kept the, the lettering on the floor. I love this lettering. Maybe I, I'm I'm wrong with uh, with what this word means, but somehow it, it reminds me more of a church, not of a not of a cafe or uh, restaurant. I, I I just checked. That was my idea too, but I just checked. It means hello in uh, Italian. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Quite actually appropriate for actually having a restaurant and having hello in front of the restaurant. So it's kind of is the purpose. Okay. <laughs> we need to learn more, more languages, <laughs> not, not to make mistakes yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, this is also that we have a lot of graffitis in the city, and we spoke about that with you, with you earlier. You can, uh, like, besides the, hand, uh, besides the kind of typography on the building, you can also spot a lot of uh, hand actually lettering uh, projects in a city. And uh, you, uh, you have to be quite uh, quick uh, with photographing them because they, um, they change a lot. So you can go the whole year through, uh, through the city to spot, to, uh, to spot different, spe of different species. Mm, this is also one of the oldest actually signs. This is uh, this is uh, Brad uh, Brad actually sh shop. This is kind of one of the oldest one uh, one in Ghent, and you see it's kind of slightly clumsy lettering, but it still has uh, its charm. Mm -hmm. And uh, once again, that's uh, what what I was talking about. This uh, uh, how how uh, how letters I are written here. It's uh, one of the examples of how they can be <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, you can do quite a research here about that. Yeah. 
this is just kind of um, I think nothing um uh, nothing exceptional except squeezed all because they probably did didn't have enough enough kind of space or I don't know what's happened with them it's just kind of absolutely out of proportion they just squeezed <laughs> that's true <laughs> this is similar to what we saw before mm -hmm. and also the, uh, the ants and the s's are like the uh, like the word especially the s's are very memorable yeah they're quite actually diagonal <clears throat> yeah yeah they're barely there Oh, and this is the people being very creative with um yeah we just uh, with uh, with what they have in store and this is actually doorbell this is kind of entrance to the to the paper shop uh, near uh, near my house and the lettering here is start uh, here uh, here it says okay this is the bell uh, ah, this, this is the bell okay I, uh, now I can read it <laughs> where you have to push uh so 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 they would open the door but it's uh, done uh i don't know i just find it uh, very kind of beautiful because they create typography uh about of just uh playful things <laughs> yeah. and it's still there i think that's it yeah that's the last one in this uh, uh folder so a soft spot for kind of mistakes, uh, such kind of upside down S or like kind of upside down N. And I'm sure many designers, when they go through the kind of city, they are like quite, um, a, um, they see actually things maybe normally, uh, normal normal people do not see. So I try to sometimes, I see sometimes actually signages which, uh, which they have uh, S and N just kind of upside down actually painted or they, um, they, they kind of didn't know how to glue it. And it's all just like very, very funny. So in one of my folders, you can see a few of the pictures. It's just kind of funny things. Uh, I'm sure a lot of a lot of designers, type designers would also kind of understand me. Um, I have a, typo a typographer friend who collects what he called uh, folk uh, typography. typography. Huh? And, he, and his reason for that is that uh, people who know nothing about how fonts are supposed to work often change elements that he as a professional would never have thought to even touch. Like say in, in, in Russian letter F, which is for non-Russian speaking uh, viewers, is a circle with one line through it. Uh, he found a few examples in Moscow where there is not one, but two vertical lines. I mean, <laughs> why? But, but then why not? <laughs> the problem yeah as as you also see like uh, on those pictures it was kind of temporary sign in a city of Ghent, search and destroy but you see the s uh it's actually upside down nobody noticed that it has been standing that for a month and nobody even thought to yeah to kind of fix it because nobody sees it but i'm sure many designers would have seen that yeah uh, something something that's uh we as uh, russian-speaking people uh often uh, see is when uh, uh, somebody in the West uh, wants to uh, sort of uh, serialize uh, some text. They will. They start uh, uh, mirroring uh, R's and N's uh, so that they look like uh, Russian letters Y and Russian letter uh, E. And uh, uh, this often, well, for once again, for a Russian-speaking person, this this it, it looks just uh, absolutely awful. I guess it's uh, similar with uh, when uh, uh, people use. Uh, 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 Greek sigma instead of uh, uh, letter E in English uh, uh, language uh, uh, and uh, uh, yeah 
<laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, next one. Yeah. <laughs> And this is also you see this just uh, they put only one hocus letter on their window and it was also wrong so this is this is absolutely failure maybe, maybe it's a statement <laughs> yeah this is also upside down as it's kind of signed it's actually hanging there uh, for years nobody noticed that and just kind of spacing is awful upside down as and just yeah but it's there it's kind of doing what it has to do yeah it just destroys the canning like completely. And two, you have uh, you have two actually asses, and they're both actually upside down. <laughs> well, it's at least it's consistent. <laughs> <laughs> kind of pattern in it. Yeah. And this is also I find it very funny because uh, it's what actually splendid, and the end is upside down. Okay. Splendid. <laughs> Wow. It's kind of, I don't know what they have been doing with this P or Q, but they put it like in stone. It's a stone carved actually piece, but one of the letters is just not uh, not in a mirror. So I'm not sure what they've been trying to do. <laughs> yeah. it, it reminds me how early printers, when they didn't have enough uh, of one of the letters in their case, would just uh, turn another letter around, you know, like... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, a, a P for uh, a P for Q probably wouldn't work, but B for P does work. But when you look at it, you can see that it was never meant to be a P. Yeah, it's actually it's kind of in how uh, in English you also have saying mind yours, uh, mind your P's and Q's, and it also I think come from uh, from from kind of typesetting because when you have uh, your metal letters in your job case, you don't kind of immediately see which is. P and which is Q. Uh, so, and this is also saying, I think, coming actually from that typesetting area, mind your, mind your P's and Q's. Uh, it, uh, this also reminds me of uh, uh, a professor we, ha we had, a professor of mathematics. He always gave uh, 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 fives. Well, he was known to never uh, grade uh, uh, below the highest score. And there was only one example when a student came and uh, wrote the sign of integral in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the third folder, just a moment. Third folder, it's about a huge action numbers of city again, because I love everything big. And I kind of discovered that the people of city again, they love uh, put huge actually house action numbers on their buildings and they're very beautifully done. I'm not, uh, here is like, Two O's that they put uh, that they built uh, the eight from, but it's yeah. Uh, when, when, when you see it in the real life, it's a quite actually huge and have a very beautiful shape. Some of them are painted, is as you would see on the on the following pictures, like uh, like this one. It's actually a beautiful solution because they didn't have enough kind of space to put the number or paint in it, and they put it on a on the windows of the garage, and it's a kind of typography by just by just people, not really designers, but with a beautiful solution to the problem. Mm. <laughs> this house moved moved a lot. <laughs> uh, it's actually challenges for the for the postman. I have series I have series of pictures when I take her uh, take uh, take pictures of the of the house section numbers when you have 
like two or three different house numbers in it. So uh, it's and I call them call them nightmare for the postman because you do you don't really know which number is it. Yeah. And this you have a lot in the city. This is also beautiful number. It's like almost one because almost one meter high. And this you have a lot. And this is beautiful, beautiful typography by people. And it can, it can be also like that if you don't have uh, enough space to put a to put a sign on or kind of your 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 house number, you just can glue the Lego plate to your house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is also very kind of confusing numbers of the houses. Yeah, which is it? Six, six, zero, zero, one, uh, zero, zero, one <laughs> without six. <laughs> so it's kind of another nightmare for the postman. Yeah. And also all the zeros are different. Mm -hmm. yeah. Indeed. Oh. This is very beautiful. Yeah. This is also a statement. Yeah. Very bold statement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Post no. number one. Yeah. This actually, uh, this sign, uh, this type of type, uh, this uh, this kind of typography, you would see, uh, you, have, you would see a lot in the city of Kent with different shapes. I think that was it. It's actually last one, and I think it's a quite um, dreamy one because it's actually flying. This this reminds me of again reklam drukwerk reminds me of the solution that uh, Dutch people found that they have this uh, special signs for their uh, mailboxes. I, I I I need to bring one. <laughs> Nowadays they uh, uh, usually just use uh, uh, you know paper stickers uh, that are you can order them anywhere and uh, uh, there is uh, there are. If you, if you if you walk down the streets of uh, any Dutch uh, city or town, you will see uh, on the mailboxes these uh, black uh, uh, stickers uh, with the words uh, "ja" or "nay," so yes or no. And uh, and uh, once I saw a group of uh, uh, tourists, I guess American tourists, they, they were they were walking uh, along the streets and uh, uh, pointing fingers and like "yeah." <laughs> yeah, I guess it's very funny, but yeah, it, it looks something like like this. And uh, I bought this uh, old uh, metal cast uh, uh, sign just for, uh, you know, to remind us of, of the Netherlands and uh, made a magnet out of it for, for oh. our for our oh. freezer. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but uh, uh, this is. Here we have the same. It's actually such a kind of flu actually stickers that actually people put on their on their post actually boxes because they don't wanna they they don't wanna receive uh, a lot of kind of advertisement, a lot of kind of extra extra papers and so on. Uh, like yeah, just yeah. kind of that's actually crap in our uh, post box. Yeah. As, as far as I remember, one of this uh, one of these statements uh, goes for uh, for spam for advertisements and another one for local newspapers and uh, information, uh, uh, you know, stuff. So uh, somehow something like that. Because of course, if you are, if you are uh, subscribed to something, they will drop it into your mailbox without, you know, <laughs> with or without any signs. So it would be strange if they didn't. Uh, but yeah, this was an interesting trip. 
Though it's gonna be so, I would say, because the borders are getting open now, so uh, you're all actually welcome again. So this is beautiful actually place to discover a typography. And uh, there is also one thing: if you haven't been to the uh, to the to the museum of industry, there is a beautiful printmaking department there with uh, with a lot of machinery which uh, which are, which are in working condition. And uh, I give a lot of workshops there for kids. At, um, and adults where they can learn about typesetting, typography, printmaking, and so on and so on. So yes, again, this is a beautiful place to visit if you haven't been here yet. So, well, even if in, even if you have been there, uh, uh, there are some. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure about this year. I. I. I'm absolutely sure that last year there was nothing like that. But uh, from time to time, there are. Really nice uh, book markets in, in Ghent, uh, including a, a book market in one of the central churches. I don't remember which one, but uh, I, I've been there by surprise and uh, there were some uh, nice books there. Many books about Ghent and Ghent history, which is not very interesting for tourists, but uh, you can find some uh, nice book there as well, uh, other, other books as well. <laughs> And we have actually Sunday. Uh, we have actually Sunday book a uh, book a uh, market here like every week now. Now um, now it actually came back. So kind of on Sunday you can take a stroll. It's near it's near the riverside. You can uh, you can you can drink your coffee. There is kind of book market and there is a lot of nice uh, nice nice books there which has which which are not only about Kent. So you have a lot of uh, a lot of books to choose from. Okay. So uh, I guess uh, that's plenty for for uh, for our bookish talk, and uh, we will finish uh, with this uh, this discussion. And uh, uh, thanks a lot, Armina, for for this uh, tour of uh, of, <laughs> of Ghent streets and signs and uh, and uh, advertisements. You're kind of welcome to join uh, the tour in kind of real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We invite everyone to visit Ghent and other Belgian cities because, uh, well, uh, Belgium is quite famous for uh, its uh, outside, you know, uh, pictures, graffitis, uh, letters uh, and letterings and all that, all that stuff. So uh, yeah, if you haven't been there yet, you should go there, absolutely. It is place to be. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as usual, many thanks to our viewers. Uh, we invite you to join the crowd of our uh, supporters and patrons on patreon.com. Uh, the money that we get from uh, our supporters are crucial uh, for making our podcast and uh, uh, making the new projects uh, moving forward with some new projects. So uh, please check uh, the website. Uh, pledges start with only one dollar or one euro per month. It's I hope it's not uh, not very much, but uh, every pledge is uh, very important to us. Thank you. Please subscribe, ring the bell, like, share everything, and uh, see you next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.